with a live in-studio uh, show. So um, get ready for that. And the show that we are going to be playing today is from exactly a excuse me exactly a year ago. Um, if you'd like to call in, the number is seven three four seven six three three five zero zero. Closets Are for Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. <laughs> We're here. We're on. Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts, Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. And this is going to be quite a ride this evening. Um, <laughs> so we had a our um, tonight's uh, special special topic. Um, uh, got sick and isn't able to make it. And then our um, and then Keith, um, who we usually have on the second Wednesday of every month, is going to be um, he's at an event and can't get away from it. So um, it is. It's it, just you and me, kid. It's just me and you and we also want to send out some uh, good uh, vibes to um christy's uh mother if there was a law um uh, she's <laughs> not doing game. well as well and um so she's uh so christy um is taking care of her so it's quite an evening oh and greg is taking a class for the next couple of months so um this is going to be a quite an interesting evening of uh um, uh, so if you're, if you're interested, we are going to go for a ride. I don't know where we're going to go tonight, but, um, we are, we're, we're going, we're going to be going someplace till seven. So, um, at least there's, there's a relief. There is. While you have, um, Sarah, who's going to be hosting the, now what is it called? The alphabet, um, um, uh, show where they do a, uh, they pick um, a, it's a letter of the alphabet and then they pick songs. Yes, on from from, from that. that with that letter, right? Either it's the sound of bets, sound of bets. Oh, uh, there you yeah. go. Sound of bets, free form soup. Oh, I like that. Yes. So, so you should just hang in for Sarah at the very that's least. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So there is relief for you if, if you're like, right. oh my gosh, what the heck are they? It'll doing? make it all the better. Exactly. So, um, so I, let's start as we traditionally do. Meredith, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can I ask? Is it ever going to not be dreary out? Well, we did have that, but you know what? Vance used to say that. <laughs> Tomorrow we get sunny skies. I hope so, because I can't take much more. of This is where I I could deal with the snow and some sun, uh-huh. but I can't deal with, like, I look out the window of my office, uh-huh. and it looks like it's 7 o'clock at night, and it's, oh. you know... 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> right, exactly, yes. I also have a harder time getting up because, you know, the sun's streaming into my bedroom uh-huh. helps me wake up whereas this morning my alarm wasn't on loud enough oh so i woke up about 15 minutes later than i had planned to and oh. i had already set my alarm quite late i might add oh uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> 
So. Well, yeah, I mean, I think was it like with Seattle had their like forty two days of and, yeah something uh, in a some row crazy number of days oh, in a row. Oh my gosh, but it rained. I, you know, and, uh, yes, that's rain, and so I assume it's cloudy when it's been right. Raining, so, but it's just been yeah. I don't know if I could. I, I the one day that it, it did come out, it was just like oh my gosh, I forgot what it's like mm-hmm. not to have you here. I, I was know. Just like oh my word, this is so wonderful, and I felt cheery, like really cheery. Like I wanted day. to run around and play yes. and things like that. Yeah. Yes. It's been it's been hard. Oh yes. It's been very hard. Definitely. I don't know what to do with myself. Not that I play outside very often, but the fact that I don't have the capacity to do that right now. Right. Right. Irks me. Man. Well, you still can. You just might get a little chilly and you might get a little damp. But I used to always wanna and it was like one summer where every time it rained, I always wanted to go outside and play in the rain and in the puddles. I don't know why. I don't know what came over me, but I was always like, let's go play in the rain. To me, it's just one big sprinkler. Yeah. No, it's just, it's because the the past couple of years I've been doing that with going out in the summer um, when it's raining and just go out because it was just like, you always stay inside. And there was something just very refreshing to be like, you know what? The Mm -hmm. worst that's going to happen is I'm going to get wet. Right. And so I'd stand up. Now, of course, it was thundering. I'd be, you know. Scared. Um, scared and stay inside. But it was one of those <laughs> things where, um, because with my luck, I, the lightning would strike twice. But it's one of those like, oh my gosh. So it was just, yeah. So, but luckily that's coming tomorrow. I hope so. I mean, I haven't really I'm going to leave in. you a brutal message if it doesn't. I'm going to oh. call you and be very angry. Oh. You've gotten my hopes up. Oh. Invalid screen name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I say. Dan is multitasking currently. I am. I am. But yeah, I mean, it should. I mean, it should be, and then it's supposed to be much warmer. So. I hope so. Yes, forty-eight degrees and sunny on mm, Thursday. So that sounds wonderful. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be. We're having a heat wave. Woohoo! <laughs> we actually we are. I mean, that's what's so odd is to have January and to have it warm out. I mean, I actually have to debate whether to put my coat on. I now. know. I feel like is the other shoe going to drop? I realized I was going through my sweater drawer this morning trying to find something to throw on, and I realized you know it's a little too. Warm outside for this big bulky sweater. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I got my turtlenecks out. Yeah, I am like all just trying to be nice and toasty, and then of course, then I start getting sleepier and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So, well, I've decided to try and you know take a little vacation in February to either the Bahamas or the Virgin Islands. Ah, good. Because thinking. I can't take any more of this. Yes. Well, I found that. By going to a warmer weather, I like kind of like defrost. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that 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 furnace pump in. It's like all set. I'm nice and warm, and then I can last another six weeks. Right. I need that little bit of break. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's sunny and bright and warm, and yeah, I just find it to be even with, with like a couple years ago. I did a cross country trip and came back to, from here to L. A. Came right. back. It was that little bit. It's rejuvenating. Oh, my god! There's something about the sun. I mean, and it's true. I think that there's like been reports that the sun's rays really do help your body function yes, better. Definitely. So. Definitely. So, Mr. Man, Burns, oh how are you? Uh, What's I'm, going on? Um, I, well, there's been a couple things, actually. And I want to kind of get your feedback on this. Oh, I've gotten, okay. I've told this story in different crowds. And I've gotten a different reaction. And then I got a mixed reaction, which was very weird. Uh-huh. So, the other day, I was going for a follow-up and kind of getting my and getting my blood drawn. Right. And um, it was like 7 in the morning. And I go in. And, I, and for those who have just... who 
are newly tuned in and we haven't heard about our uh, fat topics. Um, <laughs> the um, I I'm quite large and um and 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 so one of those things where we are um, not skinny minis. No, exactly. I am definitely not height proportionate to weight. You right. know, and it's just one of those. Well, technically, some people say yes, you are because you're perfect the way you are. But you know, yes. Um, but anyway, so but according to. S- medicine right the my medical BMI, community. my bmi is off the charts right um so the so anyway so i go to get my blood drawn and i go into and i go through the the check-in process and i go to go try to go sit down and they're redoing they're remodeling the the office and so they're under construction right and i'm looking around and all the chairs are those typical office chairs i mean the the, the real hard ones mm-hmm. the hard plastic ones um with arms oh where that. one of my butt cheeks can fit you know <laughs> it's like one of those like i can't there's no way i can fit in that right. thing and i'm looking around for like armless chairs i'm looking even i'm even looking for like a bench or even a um an end table that doesn't have anything on it or right. that can move the 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 magazines just something that i'd be comfortable with I'm waiting and there's nothing there's mm-hmm. just these armchairs and mm-hmm. I'm just like oh, fine I'm gonna sit down on this so I go and I sit down I'm doing one of those half you know seated things and it's cutting into my side and you're like I'm and, sure I'm leaving permanent marks oh within my totally all the all the hip, hip and stuff thigh I'm working area, on. Right, right exactly <laughs> all the, the yeah those hip exercises I've been right. doing to keep myself strong poof, uh, they're out the window right. <laughs> um and so um and then they call me like right away I said, oh well that wasn't too bad that's okay but then they go to take me to the queuing area where, again, it's all armed chairs. There's no armless chairs. There's no, no benches, no um, end tables that I could sit on. It's these same chairs. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, should I sit down or whatever? And I'm waiting. Now, I have to admit, it wasn't a long wait, but it still it was very irritating that if I was a long wait, I would have been really upset. Right. And so the phlebotomist, who's the blood drawer, comes out and and mistakenly asks me, so, how's your morning going so far? Uh-oh. And I turned to her and I said, well, who do I talk to about getting some armless chairs or benches out your waiting area? And she goes, excuse me? And I said, well, I mean, you have fat customers. You, you should be able to provide some chairs for them because right. those are very uncomfortable. Well, sir, you shouldn't say that. And I looked at her like I shouldn't. And I'm like, so for clarity, I repeated myself. I said, you did understand what I was saying, correct? (laughs) You you have fat customers (laughs) that come through here and they need a place to sit. Right. And she goes, sir, sir, don't say the things like that. And I turned to her and I went, I'm fat. And she's like, sir, you shouldn't describe yourself like that. And I'm looking at her like. What part of me is not fat? Like my right. earlobe? I'm right. like, what in the world is that fat about me? Like this? I mean, right. you, I'm it's a customer. It's a descriptive word. Exactly. You know, and I'm just saying, I know they've got a fat clinic upstairs. So I right. know there's there, 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 these people come down for the blood draw. So I'm like, there's got to be. You've got to have at least five well, other people. I, I, hello. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, and she's like, sir, sir, sir. Well, and to end the story very quickly, the um, we eventually got the manager. She came out, and um, and it wasn't like uh, she says she offered. Do you want to talk to my manager? Because that would be the person I would talk to. And I said, well, it's up to you. You can relay it, or or I can talk to the manager. And the manager says, you know, we we totally have chairs that have that are armless. We even have benches. It's just that all of that furniture right now is off being reupholstered and it's due here any day so it's not that we don't have those chairs it's just we currently don't have Have those those chairs chairs, (laughs) um and so she totally apologized but she says next time you're here we will guarantee that there are there there are those those chairs will be here and i was like oh well no problem I, i i didn't have any problem with it well 
So I've told the story to different crowds. Mm -hmm. Some people were like, well, you should be describing yourself as fat. I mean, come on. I mean, fat is a bad word. And I was like, what? It's Mm -hmm. like, how is that a bad, uh, being fat? Uh, describing oneself if you are fat. Now, I could totally understand if I was like one of those 5, 10 pound overweight people um, and she says, oh, you shouldn't describe yourself like that because you and I were at a at a place where um, someone was talking about themselves that they were really gross and this is, and we were like, no, you're really quite good looking. I mean, he, he was very good looking. Right. Um, he's, oh no, I need to lose at least 40 pounds. And, and I, I kind of like I remember looked thought at him. to myself, if you lost the 40 pounds, you'd like blow away. Yeah, there'd I mean be there'd be nothing left. there. I mean he may need to lose. He's maybe quite five, muscular. 10. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean he was a muscular. If he lo- he he just needed to what uh, the new term that I'm learning. He just needed to be cutting. He needed to do some oh. cutting. Oh, where he needed to lose some weight because he definitely has muscle and he's a. It's big... just underneath a smaller layer. Of, yeah. of fat. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Which I I mean he does not look bad. I mean he no. I mean he's I fairly mind seeing right. him in a speedo. I right. mean it would be one of those things. Right. Um, in fact, I'd kind of prefer to. But anyway, um, and uh, um, why are you rubbing your eyes suddenly? Anyway, um, so... I'm trying to picture it in my head. <laughs> um, so it, it was just, I was like, wow. So like, I could understand if I was 5, 10 pounds. She's like, oh, don't describe yourself that way. But no, I've got a considerable, I mean, I am close to the half ton mark. I mean, it's one of those things where right. I'm a big guy. Right. I guess my half ton is not correct. But anyway, because that's 2,000 pounds and I'm not 1,000 pounds. But anyway. Um, I was going to say, wow, dude. You carry that really well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's really all muscle. And um, and so um, and so some people have really have taken like a a, a negative, like, oh, how could you have been, how could you have done that? I've had a similar experience to yours at a doctor's appointment. Like, and I said, we were talking about, you know, as happens so often when fat people go to the doctor. Right. The first thing they say is, have you thought about losing weight? Or this is probably related to being fat, blah, 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 all that right. kind of stuff. And she's, right. she, my doctor did not say it in those terms, but we, she said, you know, are you, are you eating healthy? Are you exercising? That kind of stuff. And I said, yeah, but you know, I've always been fat. And she said, don't say that about yourself. And I said, no. I said, I'm like, re- it's like reclaiming the word. It's yes. like how... The LGBT community, a lot of people are trying to reclaim the word queer. That's how a lot of people in that acceptance community are trying to reclaim that word, not let it be so negative, take that negativity away from it. But a lot of people are uncomfortable with that word. They're uncomfortable with the whole, like, they think if you're fat, you must be miserable and you must hate yourself. Right. Because that's what everybody tells you. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, And then other people... Have been like laughing hysterically. It's a funny. It's funny you know, when she says, "No, no, sir, you can't do." Don't that. describe yourself. Don't don't say those words. Right. I'm like, what? You know. And the, uh, that was the other thing. It was like, you know, so what kind of body image is she going through that like she's not seeing me as fat? I mean, you're looking right. at a very rotund person here. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of what what is she seeing? It's not like one person might call you fat and someone else might be like, no, they're right. perfectly. I mean, some of yeah. us are just fat. Yes, exactly. And so I just sat there, and it was just so fun. And of course, then I work in in, in um, where there's a lot of health people, kind right. of thing. Well, then the debate was, well, you should never talk to your your phlebotomist about uh, being fat or anything like this because she couldn't do anything about it. And I looked at him like, 
Well, no, she couldn't do anything about it. And, you <laughs> Please know, take out more blood so I won't be as fat. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just collecting blood, you know? Like, what's going on here? I have I'm a sure lot of blood. I'm sure it's my blood. <laughs> yes, exactly, you know? And I'm just like, you know, I'm, like, really? And um, and so it got to, because I think we also got to, a, then we got to a story of, there was a fat clinic that I joined one time, and they had no armless chairs. Um, they had no scale that could um, that could weigh me. Um, it was, was it just, a fat clinic for yeah. skinny people? Well, that's what I thought. I was like, "Are you able to deal with me or whatever?" And I said, "Well, me." And so they, well, you know, I thought, well, "Gosh, maybe I really." And I think after so after a couple months of fighting them on various things, they're like, "Well, maybe you should really see our doctor." And of course. I mentioned this, and the clin- the people that I work with currently were like, well, you should never see a doctor because they really don't deal with nutrition. They don't know nutrition. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is like way getting out of control, people. So <laughs> so it was just a very interesting experience. They just have created this, this, this thing. Um, yeah. It, it, just, it was really amazing. So, huh. But speaking of amazing. <laughs> I know. I, I got I got time to fill. Forty five more minutes. Um, so, <laughs> oh my goodness! But um um. So I was hanging out with my nephews this weekend, and were, were you s- playing Dance Dance Revolution? No. I really wanted that for Christmas. Oh my gosh, definitely. And um and so what happened is that um, my nephew's kid came over, and it turns out that I found out that my my nephew got into an accident, and he was totally fine. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. problem with that, and he, he he's totally fine. It was actually one of the perfect accidents you could possibly get into when you're a 16 year old because your um, he went into a ditch and he got stuck in the ditch, but he had a cell phone with him. <laughs> um, right, so he didn't hit anybody. He didn't had the police didn't have to be called. He just really had to be towed out. Right, um, and so he just basically called his home. Um, and, um, and yes, we'll definitely do that about 6.30. Okay. Um, so, uh, sorry, just kind of relayed something to Alex, our wonderful DJ for Yay. tonight. And, um, the, um... And so he damaged his car, and mm-hmm. he's currently unemployed because he's going to school. Right. And so he's he and so he's got like you know I gotta fix my car up, and then he started panicking because the prom is coming up in like June or something, and so he has a seven hundred dollar bill for his oh. car, and then he's got to take care of a. Um, and then he has to spend like seventy dollars or put seventy dollars down to be able to look good for the, um, to, I guess to for the limo and the car, whatever. He's got all these different things for the for the prom he's got to get ready for, and so. The big thing right now is he needs seventy dollars, <laughs> and um, and so my younger nephew, who's only I think he's only seven. He's either seven or eight. Um, I think he's seven, and he goes, um, <laughs> and he goes, really? You only need seventy dollars? And he goes, yeah. He says, um, I'd be willing to give it to you uh, for interest. Oh. And my six-year-old uh, nephew was looking at him, going. You want interest? He goes, yeah. He goes, well, all right. So, like, how much? Thinking he'd be like five cents. You know? Right. He goes, I want five percent weekly. Oh my! Three dollars and fifty cents a week. Oh he my have to pay If he does, for for every week, he does not pay. He's a loan shark. Oh, he was like amazing. Like this or whatever. And I, and um, my six year old nephew was just kind of like, Mom, you're not gonna let him get away with this, are you? Like this, and he's and my mom's like, Well, 
you know, it's only three dollars and fifty cents. Come on. And he's like, he's like, but mom, my my little brother is trying to like, you know, extort money money from from me. (laughs) Exactly. Like this. And um, so then his dad chimes in and goes, well, it's either that or you could, you know, we've got a new TV, big screen TV. You could just sit home and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And so I go to the prom, and he's like, "Dad, no, like this. Right. One, I will not bring my girlfriend here to watch a movie instead of go to the prom." That is I'm just, sure she'll be really delighted by that. Oh, too. exactly. It's like, uh, no, Dad. And like this or whatever. He's like, "Oh, come on." So he's trying to. So his dad's trying to convince him, like, "You have no money. You need to do something or whatever." And he's got his his little brother, kind of like, "I'll do the money, like this or whatever." <laughs> and he's like, "Mom, help me get out of this crazy situation." <laughs> My, his mom wouldn't let him do anything. Well, like you had to figure Your it out. Choice, right? Exactly. How badly do you want to go to the prom? So he's like, "Fine, I'll do it." And so the nephew runs upstairs and gets his Christmas money um, and comes down. He's like seventy dollars worth of. When does interest start a, a cure? As a soon cure? as they sign the the, the contract, because he brought yeah, it but down. But that's six months from from now that the promise. Well, he whenever he has to pay it off. Mm. It's five five percent per week until he pays it off. Oh, so that's a smart kid. Oh, he's a great kid. Well, this is what's so funny about how smart he is. So, um, he makes his older brother sign the the sign says, "I, I so and so, um, promise to give so and so, or I'm borrowing so much money, and I promise to pay off, um, at five percent interest per week." Kind of thing or whatever. And then he signs it, and then my little, then his, his little brother signs it or whatever. And then his little brother has apparently been to very many closings <laughs> and, and starts pointing at various spots randomly, like there's nothing written next to him. Right. Initial here. <laughs> initial here. Initial here. And initial here. Like, whatever. And he actually just had him just initial all over the piece of paper like 10 times or whatever because he knew that's what you do when that's you close it. funny. And he turned over the $70. I was just like, that that's is impressive. Hysterical. Oh, exactly. So... Um, so I was like, holy bully. So I'm like sitting there like, what is this kid doing on recess? I mean, that's the other thing. I'm like, what is he doing with his his allowance every day? What's he selling? You know, (laughs) all right, you can have this ding dong, but. Right. Exactly. I purchase it for you. (laughs) At the low, low discount price. Exactly. But you owe me on Friday (laughs) two tater tots. (laughs) That's very funny. And, and knowing when it comes to food, that's probably what it would be. Like, you know, <laughs> two big ding-dongs right. for two tater tots. Right. You know, like, so that two, two, two servings, just two tater tots, please. Exactly. So, oh, my gosh. Yes, that's I've got incredible. many stories. I could fill this hour with with uh, nephew stories, but I may do that at the end. But let's oh, take cool. a um, uh, take a little break, and then we're going to go to um, – uh, actually, I have something that I want to kind of talk to you about, Meredith. Okay. It's about marriage. Will you marry me? Hi, this is Jeremy Merklinger from the Washtenaw Rainbow Action Project, your TBLG Resource Center at 325 Broncourt. Check us out online at www.rap-up.org or call us at 734-995-9867. Thanks for listening to WCBN, and don't forget to listen to me on Clauses Are for Clothes on the third Wednesday of every month from 6 to 7 p.m. And then she was such a slut, I couldn't believe it. And then she just kept going. And, oh, oh, we're on the air. Um, so, um, so, um, so I wanted to talk to you about, I got this in the email today, regarding um, the 10 reasons gay marriage is wrong. There's only 10? 
Well, they only, well, we only have so much time. We only have an hour, Mary. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, uh, 10 reasons gay marriage is wrong. Number one, being gay is not natural. Dun, dun, dun. And as you know, Americans have always rejected unnatural things like eyeglasses, polyester, and air conditioning. <laughs> All really? Right. Oh, yeah. Can hmm, you believe this? That's one to think about. Okay, yeah, tell me more. Number two, gay marriage will encourage people to be gay in the same way that hanging around tall people will make you tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I guess vice funny. versa. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> um, number three, legalizing gay marriage will open the door to all kinds of crazy behavior. Well, you know, they always talk about, you know, I mean, marrying your turtle. Exactly. You know, I really, I have this pet sock monkey named Bert. I think I want to marry him. You know, if you were a gay man, <laughs> I would understand that. <laughs> but as, as a woman, I, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bert. Oh, well, Bert. you know what? Does it, cont- does it, does he hold on to things until the next time? Mm-hmm. Ah, Bert. Yes, exactly. And you know what? I thought like the perfect, you know, I just dawned on me. Like, I just thought of a, like a impromptu joke. That's probably very bad. <laughs> What's a perfect, uh, drag queen turtle. A snap turtle. Oh, ah, that's okay. good. Sorry. Um, so legalizing gay marriage will open the doors to all kinds of crazy behavior. Behavior. People may even wish to marry their pets uh, because, as you know, a dog has a legal standing and can sign in a marriage contract. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see Snoopy. You know, he does it. Snoopy you know? does it. Hello. Can he fly a plane? Oh, hello. <laughs> yes, he's got a, a, a pilot's what license. I thought. You know, come on. Okay, where am I? I forgot where this is. Okay, um, number four. I'm going to have to actually use the arrow when I'm going through this. Because I'm like, okay, where were we? Um, I don't have, I'm not like David Letterman, where you can right. like, you know, use a pencil. Yeah. Exactly. throw it back through the window. Yes, exactly. Oh, do we have any we of those sounds? <laughs> anyway, Alex is looking at me like, Dan, just get through the hour. Right. Okay, um, number four. Don't ask questions, just keep moving. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> number four. Straight marriage has been around a long time and hasn't changed at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, women are still property. Blacks still can't marry uh, whites. And divorce is still illegal. Yeah, think about that. Mm-hmm. Number five, you know, I do feel like property, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I was just like, wow. Oh, by you, Dan, you're always making me feel like I'm your property. That's right. That's right. That's why I guess what I'm always trying to say I'm trying to land you. Right. <laughs> okay. Ba-dum-bum. All right. Exactly. Um, number five. Um, okay, great. <laughs> thanks. Um, number five, straight marriage will be less meaningful if gay marriage was allowed or were allowed. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, the sanctity of Britney Spears' fifty Britney Spears fifty five <laughs> hour just for fun marriage would be destroyed. Right. Yeah. You know what? I use that and example her love a of lot. Kevin. Really. I mean, you oh. don't want to deflame that sort of real carnal. Deflame or defame? Defame. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <a> defame. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, and those who have listened to the show, we've, we use that example a lot. Yeah. Um, number six, straight marriages are valid because they produce children. Hmm. Well, I know. have well, you I... met some of the kids out there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Gay couples, infertile couples, and odd people shouldn't be, be allowed to marry because our orphanages um, aren't uh, full yet. And, and the world needs more children. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of sad. I mean, I think about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one of the things my sister, because of my pro-choice view, um, she was like, well, I'll make a deal with you. Like this or whatever, because she's I'm um, anti-choice, mm-hmm. and she says, "Well, I'll make a deal with you. Maybe they, they, we should, um, uh, if we made sure that all they, um, they would allow abortions only if all the orphanages were empty." Interesting. That's very interesting. That's interesting. Except people don't adopt kids who are older, which is really mm-hmm. the problem. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, but, I, was, I was looking at her like, you know, I, as soon as you can make that happen, right, right. That's um, an interesting. Then I'll, I'll oh, consider okay. the topic. Right. Yes, but I think that that's that's. Is she planning on adopting all of them? Well, right. Exactly. She's working on those millions right, <laughs> right. now. Yes, exactly. Because how many? Does she, uh, my response to people like that is always, "How many have you got adopted at home?" Mm. And usually the answer is, "Uh, well, none." Uh, right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, number seven, obviously gay parents will raise gay children. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Since straight parents only raise straight children. I can't remember who, but a famous like columnist who's gay wrote an article about he just had a baby with his partner. I don't think it was Dan Savage. I think it was someone else. Okay. Just had a baby with his partner and he was terrified that his child, I don't remember gender, was going to grow up to be a Republican. Oh, yes, yes. I've heard that. I mean, it's like, oh, my gosh. And he said, you know, I can now sort of understand why parents fear, like Mm. worry about their kids growing up gay, because it's the complete opposite of who you are inherently. And you wonder like, oh, my God. Right. What would happen? Right, right. How would I handle this? What would I say? Is there a help? Is there a support group? Oh, and it exactly. was hilarious. And In fact, a friend, um, a coworker of mine was saying, you know, I don't know what I would do if my, which would be worse, my child coming home and telling, telling me that he um, it was part of the conservative right um, and, and really truly believed in that and became a staunch um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, religious Republican conservative person. I mean, really right. Or them coming home and told me that they were a heroin addict. He goes, I couldn't <laughs> deal with either one. Like, oh my goodness. Hor- yeah. I mean, I know some parents who say, oh, they're wishing for their kid to be gay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yes. they just want, you know, straight couples who want their, their, kids to be yes exactly number seven obviously i just interrupted you That's I, fine. I just went right onto the next no, topic go. um number seven <laughs> number just seven. do it use exactly. me as property <laughs> uh number seven obviously gay parents will rate oh i already did that one see i told you i need to use the number cursor. I, I could have been helping by keeping track oh, of what number you're on but of what, course i wasn't <laughs> exactly what kind of paul of the you know cbs orchestra are you i'm bad uh, let's see here what is that last name paul Paul. Paul. Okay. Um, Number eight. That's all it got. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Um, Gay marriage is not supported by religion. In a theocracy like ours, (laughs) (laughs) the values of run religion are imposed on the entire country. That's why we have only one religion in America. That's what the pilgrims wanted. Oh, hello. And you know what I just found out this weekend? Now, the, Protect this. Christmas. Picture Sorry. this. Yes, right, right. Hello. <laughs> there are a large number, like maybe like Ohio, Pennsylvania worth of, um, of Amish people in Belize. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> of all places. It's like, why? Like, why did, did they like migrate down there? Did they fly or not fly? Did they, did they, you know, ship there? there right. Everything or whatever. Did they go right from the, their, um, their, you know, their country of uh, long ago to right to Belize? Did they? It's you know, fascinating. I can't remember if it was the Bahamas or the Virgin Islands that has like a, a large religious Jewish community. Wow. I wonder if they're, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how did they get there? Did someone, well, that's the other thing too, is that I just think about, you know, the outfits that they wear, the, 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 they're, I mean, they're all black. black, Exactly. I'm like, do you wear a different colored outfit? Cause you're, you know, so close to the equator. Right. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, I could never survive. I, I, that's how I could lose my weight. I mean, all my water would just like, zoop. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, number nine, nine. Thank you. To out of ten, um, ch- nine. Um, okay, uh, children are, are uh, excuse me. Children can never succeed without a male and a female role model at home. You know, you need to keep you know the balance going. Mm-hmm. That's why, as a society, express expressly forbids single parents to raise children. That's right. There I are know. no single parents out there. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Number ten. Game. This better be a good one because I, I didn't know. read this last one. <laughs> um, ten. Gay marriage will change the foundation of society. We could never adapt to new social norms, just like we haven't adapted to cars, the service sector economy, um, or longer lifespans. That's right. You know? I don't know what we do if we... Cars. Exactly. No one's ever going to drive a car. No. Hello. Exactly. <laughs> so I think what we're going to do in the next segment we're gonna that we're going to be leading to is going to be... Um, um, I, why don't we? I, you know, I got a little. Uh, we'll do. We'll do some news items. How about that? Okay. I'll figure out which news item. All right. Great. Thanks. She just, I mean, I couldn't believe it. She just really wouldn't put that beer down. I said, How many do you need? 50 or 60? I mean, oh, oh, we're on the air again. So, um, so, um, can I just say that Alex has lovely hair? Oh, he does. Exactly. Yes. It's very Jesus esque. You know, yes, exactly. With the long hair down, you know, definitely. You could grow a beard and a mustache, and you would, oh, I'm jealous. The next coming, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, we found him. That's right. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So there's a lot that's going on in the news today. There and, is a lot going um, on. Um, and so, uh, did you want to like uh, go with various topics, or do you want to lead into the one we were talking about just before the show? Or I'm gonna start with this one because I think it's the top news item. People are probably hearing about it all over the place, which is about um, the that she's pregnant. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I know. Isn't that exciting? Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, and by she, we mean Angelina Jolie. Anyway. Yes, yes. Um, for those of you who didn't know, didn't know <laughs> um, that um, Samuel Alito, Judge Samuel Alito, is currently under his uh, confirmation hearings in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Um, and they have been talking to him now for two days. They'll finish their questioning of him tomorrow. Um, And then I think there'll be some brief statements by a variety of people who will talk both for and against his nomination. Okay. Um, And then they're going to take people from both sides. Oh, I believe so. Okay. They do tend to do that. Um, People who can talk about, you know, why 
you should or should not confirm him, that kind of stuff. Um, But I have a news article. Senator Edward Kennedy read from the publication of a group that Samuel Alito was a member of while a student at Princeton that slammed gays and people with AIDS. The prospect published by Concerned Alumni of Princeton, an extreme conservative group, contained an article noting that scientists believed they had traced the origins of AIDS to rhesus monkeys. The article went on to say that more study was needed and called for scientists to conduct experiments on homosexuals. It further suggested that the studies be conducted on members of Princeton's Gay Alliance. Kennedy then read a portion from... Wait a minute, that AIDS came from the Gay Alliance? No, that AIDS came from monkeys. Oh, okay. And that, but there needed to be more study about its Uh, effects and that, and that there's that scientists should conduct it maybe on some of the Princeton (laughs) Gay Alliance members. And uh I sometimes think, like, wow, like who are you people? All right, exactly. (laughs) That you actually wrote this all down and put it out as a publication and sent it to people, and and that he thought to himself. The thing that fascinates me is that Sam Alito thought. I'm going to put this on my resume. No. Yeah, he put it on his resume that he was a member of CAP, the Concerned Alumni of Princeton. And so that's why there's been all of this controversy around it. And they've been trying to get him to answer questions. And he says that I would have nothing, I would not have. Anything to do with statements of that nature, Alito told Kennedy. Had I thought that that's what this organization stood for, I would never have been associated with it. Um, Dissatisfied that Alito did not make either statement that endorsed either African-American or gave civil rights, Kennedy said that Alito's responses on cap did not add up. No. Because he hasn't really said, I completely, you know, disregard this. He's basically saying, oh... They wanted, you know, they were writing about the ROTC. I had been a member of ROTC. I was upset that ROTC was leaving Princeton's campus. That's why I joined it. He also says, I don't actually remember ever going to a meeting or ever being a part of it. But you you thought enough of it to put it on your resume, resume which I, mean, I yeah. think, like, I don't care if you ever went to a meeting. You thought... These are some. This is going to be a good resume builder. Concerned right. alumni for Princeton. Yes. So yes. I think that's a little well, and sketchy. it also kind of makes it. I mean, it, these are things that he um, were not quite savvy about when he was in college. I mean, I don't really right. know how old Alito Alito is right now. I think but, it was like the late seventies, early eighties that he was in college so, in in law in at Princeton. Okay, so about twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. and I don't know how old he is now. I don't know if he's in his. Well, I guess he wouldn't be forty. He'd probably be in his fifties or something mm-hmm. like this. Um, or early fifties, but th- that's exactly it. I mean, at those times, He's you really fifty-five. Don't... Dun dun dun! Thank you very <laughs> much. Welcome. That I mean, he just doesn't know. I mean, those times you you join things and and it kind of like um, becomes it's part of your thoughts. I mean, this is things that you're wanting to explore. These are things that you, you're originally thinking. And then when later on, when you get into your career, you realize, Oh, that may not be a good thing to put on my resume. Right. But he did at one time. I mean, right. that kind of gives you a little bit of like, what's under some underlying, because a lot of your values don't change. Your core mm-hmm. values your don't core change. Don't necessarily change. You know how, how you to express mask them. them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, express them. That's a much positive word. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, Earlier in the day, Senator Sam Brownback, a leading supporter of a constitutional amendment to ban same-sex marriage, asked Alito about gay unions. Brownback wanted to know if Alito believed that the Federal Defense of Marriage Act, which says states do not have to accept same-sex marriages from other states, is counter to the full faith and credit clause of the Constitution. 
Without directly answering the question, Alito said that the issue is the subject of disagreement by constitutional scholars. Uh, duh. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yes. Like, I could have answered the question that way, too. Doesn't <laughs> right. mean I should be on the right. court. Well, you should, but that's okay. I, yeah, that's, that's another true. topic. It's unfortunate that Alito has given completely non-answers to questions. Laura Schwartz, chief legislative counsel for HRC. Schwartz is one of the a number of LGBT activists monitoring the hearings. Schwartz said that it's important that Alito's positions on LGBT rights are an issue and it's important that public hear those responses. Alito's nomination is opposed by Lambda Legal, the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force, Human Rights Campaign, National Center for Lesbian Rights, and Parents, Families, and Friends of Lesbians and Gays, among others. And it's in announcing its opposition last month, Lambda accused Alito of putting his personal political agenda above the Constitution. President Bush announced Alito's nomination to replace Justice Sandra Day O'Connor in, in October, and he has been serving a strong conservative in his 15 years on the Philadelphia-based Third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. And they have dubbed him Scalito in honor of Antonin Scalia, who is one of the most conservative judges on the U.S. Supreme Court. Or Scalia Light, which is my personal favorite by some lawyers because his judicial philosophies invites comparison to Justice Scalia. So yes, exactly. I. You know, it's such a fascinating process. I don't know if you've listened to any of the testimony, but it's so. It's just fascinating. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hear he's just, it, it's very, it's again, one of those very, they, they present him as something and he's like, well, you would never use the Constitution in that his way. His paper, his paper trail is much larger than that of, let's say, John Roberts, who is the most recent oh, okay. no- nominee to be confirmed. Um, what's fascinating about it is that he's really said, oh, that's not how I think now, or that's not really what my philosophy has been. I don't. You know, I would have an open mind to, let's say, abortion. Right. I would have an open mind to Roe v. Wade, blah, blah, blah. It's a precedent. He doesn't actually say that that particular piece of, of law is a precedent that he would accept as that's just law. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, he's not been forthcoming, even though there are lots of things to say. But you said this in this piece of your writing. Right. You know, how much is this your writing? I mean, he's said things when he worked for the Reagan administration and for other at other points in his life that really indicate a very different stance on a lot of issues than I think, you know, even though it may not seem that way from the way that conservatives speak, that a lot of people don't feel that way about. Right. You know, they are a little bit more central, a center of of, you know, in terms of their politics as opposed to being too far to the left or too far to the right. So he sort of, he represents himself at least in his writings as being much further to the right. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and that's the thing is how much do you base on and base his opinion or his thoughts on what his, his writing is Mm -hmm. or what he's actually telling you. Right. (laughs) I mean, that's where, you know, with his decisions make decision making and and the and what he and why he made those decisions, I th- I, I think says a lot about how he thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to say, well, no, I, I don't think that way anymore. I'm kind of like, well, uh, wait a minute here. This is not. Right. Um, I mean, then why did you write it, or why did you come up with a decision mm-hmm. in that way, um, or why did you participate in some of the right. um, writings that you did do? Um, and 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 come up with that um, right. conclusion. Um, a friend of mine sent me a uh, a letter that recently just went out uh, uh, from the AFA, and they were like, you know, you need to 
you need to contact your congressperson and all these different things and um and de- depending on and this this he um you can tell a lot about a person because of all his enemies right um and oh and the and they were telling saying you know that these are people that um, that are against uh, his nomination, so therefore it, um, he must be a really good guy. So then they they listed some of the folks or whatever. The American Civil Liberties Union is is um, is <laughs> opposing him. Um, the American Americans United for the Separation for Church and State. Oh gosh, um, those people are not jobbers. <laughs> exactly. Um, the American Association for Affirmative Action, um, Planned Parenthood. Um, National Organization evil. for Women. All evil. <laughs> Human Rights Campaign. Women should be barefoot and pregnant in the freaking kitchen. <laughs> exactly. The <laughs> AFLCIO. Oh. Um, the American Association of University Women. You kind of notice the theme. Three, mm-hmm. You know, um, very women. Um, uh, oh, if the, the women like him, you shouldn't. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to say that. Um, the uh, oh, the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence. I mean, how neutral can you be with that one? Um, <laughs> Goodness gracious, if they're against them. Um, um, Earth Justice, Emily's List, um, the, the Hispanic National Bar Association, um, I mean, d- the National Women's Law Center, another women's organization. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, I like all of them. They must, right. you know, I'm like, I'm like, I, re- I mean, I was just like, wow, if they're opposing them, maybe I, I need to really, you know, think uh, think about this. I often like to get things from AFA, uh-huh. like, because they send you the action. I put myself on their list. Oh, okay. Because sometimes the stuff that they want you to react to, I'm like, you guys are crazy and I'll write like the complete opposite or right. I'll reword it so it says like please don't do so I'll change it and say please I'm so happy that you do so and so yes so exactly it's, I, I enjoy doing that yes <laughs> well I wonder if it really does get to them that way yeah um, I don't so, know um, so what I'll do is sometimes I'll copy the email and then resend. and then re- and then and then send mm-hmm. it on my own so I know how it really did go mm-hmm. out um, because I started just... doing that when they wanted you to oppose some yogurt company yeah. for calling them a goddess using the word goddess yeah I thought because it's I don't know it was horrible and I thought well, I, yes. I'll eat their yogurt if you call me a goddess. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'll eat their yogurt if they call me a goddess. But right. it just—it's one of those like, what the hey? I mean, it just—it's just been a really amazing, um, and and how they feel that this is, and how it, the part of me feel is very disempowered by it because I just don't know what's going to happen with mm-hmm. it. But at the same, uh, because I don't know how we would be able to to to. to to, to get it so he doesn't get in. Right. I, I, because I, I really do feel that Debbie Stabenow and uh, Senator Levin, it's Carl, right? Yeah. Carl Levin, um, that they would vote the way I would I'd probably be thinking. You yeah, know? but I, I think the thing that we always forget is that they need to hear from people because oh. they're going to hear from Joe Schmo That's who, right. who's going to say don't because that side of the issue is more organized in terms of getting people out and saying it. That's why people have this impression that our politics have changed so much and I don't know that they necessarily have. Right. It's that we're just not as organized. As organized and people who are sort of mushy about the issues, like different things are not really sure how they feel, but if they hear the arguments if they compare the arguments, oftentimes they'll fall on quote unquote our side. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Those people don't respond either. So we need to be more, you know, people need to be more vocal. And I think that's the thing that you and I can do. Right. 
Exactly. You know, and and you should call them, Dan. You know? I maybe you know that would be that you're right, and I do. That's the thing. I really do um, let them know. I just sometimes think that they get sick and tired of hearing from me because I call so often. No, um, they like it. Well, I know, but don't you don't you think that at a certain point they kind of like, oh yeah, it's Dan again. No. And so, um, well, good. Well, then I, you know, I just might do that. I might just let them know, saying, you know what, hi, it's me again. Just so, and I'll, you know, and I guess it doesn't really matter how casual or formal I am. No. They probably will enjoy it if I include a joke. Exactly. You know? Just say, oh, and by the way, what's the difference between broccoli and boogers? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you the next time I write in. Kids don't eat broccoli. That's right. the answer. That's the answer. So, gosh. So, well, we're going to take another little break, and we're going to come back, and I think we're going to talk about something that relates to the auto show, possibly, the Target Fords. Um, it's it's another AFA. Oh, we're going to go back to the AFA. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. So, um, uh, we will see you soon. <laughs> Seriously, when I saw her on that corner, I was the girl, get off that corner. Stop selling this. Oh, oh, we're back on the air. And um, so um, so what is, uh, so what are we talking about? Um, oh, that's right. We were talking about AFA. Wow, how quickly I forget. Wow, Those yeah. breaks are just so long. Yeah, you know? seriously. I need to get all that gossip in about you know, all the various people. But anyway. Um, uh, I will tell you, in a thinly veiled threat of another boycott, dun, dun, dun. the American Family Association and 41 other groups, which I might, I'd like to add, I think they all are the AFA. Oh, they certainly are. <laughs> just, like, they just themselves. changed their name, yes. In fact, when you close, I don't know if people know this, that when you close a group, when you, they close a group or something like this, they reopen as another, right. yeah, so... And 41 other groups are demanding that Ford live up to a commitment to end funding to LGBT organizations and cease advertising in the gay media. Dun, dun, dun. After meeting with seven homosexual leaders, and this is a quote, by the way. <laughs> oh, wow. And without any input from thousands of their dealers who stand to be adversely affected by Ford's decision, Ford made their decision to renege on actions they told AFA they would take said AFA chair Donald E. Wildman writes in, oh, I'm sorry, he wrote it in a letter co-signed by leaders of the group to Ford chair Bill Ford. Mm. Ford's support of these groups punishing, pushing homosexual marriage can only hurt dealers across the country. Why would Ford put interests of seven homosexual groups ahead of the interests of all their dealers? Simply because Ford considers seven homosexual leaders more important than thousands of dealers. (laughs) <laughs> wow. So those seven people hold a lot of power over those thousands of, I mean, just like, you know, I just find it very funny when they always say, like, um, oh, this one person, you know, mm-hmm. made the decision for all these hundreds right. of thousands of people. It's like, mm, wait a minute here. Um, I don't think they hold that much power. Right. But And it says, it basically threatens that they're going to meet, it doesn't actually say outrightly we're going to have a boycott, but it says, we cannot and will not sit by as Ford supports a social agenda aimed at the destruction of the family. Mm. The The letter also imposes a January 20th, for a reply, should you decide to respond, please do so by letter, since we can no longer trust Ford to keep its verbal word. 
the later the letter concludes. Wow. So they said it came up with a verbal agreement. Mm-hmm. And that's why, oh, that is very interesting. Boy, Ford is in a really, like, uh, mm-hmm. hot spot here. I mean, they're getting wonderful advertising, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, with all this uh, this controversy going back and forth between the two of us. But um, that is very interesting. So they're going after Ford again. Yep. They have 41 agencies this 41 time. 41 groups. The conservative Christian group launched a nationwide boycott of Ford last month. May, Interesting. For people who don't know the background. So. Interesting. So, wow. Yep. So I wonder what those seven homosexual leaders are going to do next. Because what's really funny is <laughs> one of them. Well, that's the other thing, too, is that it's one of those seven was from PFLAG, you know, a parent or friend. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of well, a very interesting. You know, well, I know there are leaders that are, but it's just They like, want to deconstruct the the you know oh yes their marriage right exactly well and that's the i mean we were joking about it earlier but i mean marriage has changed over the has. years so i think this is this, this was it's just going to continue to change that's We're, right you know i was going to say we evolve and everyone can agree on that but i mm. guess the christian groups some of them believe i was gonna in say some of them design. i can't tell you and say all of them right but some yes. christian groups believe in intelligent design in which case we <clears throat> haven't or won't i'm not sure what'll happen to us right exactly. we don't get better with age yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right and you know and afa has also been a, on a big campaign regarding the book of daniel yes and i was going to mention that 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 is another i that, mean that's actually the last one that i wrote and uh i changed their thing around oh okay <laughs> Yes, I mean, how realistic? I mean, part of me is like, you know what? This is kind of a very realistic. I don't know about seeing actually talking to Jesus and actually sitting down there and things like this. Um, it seems weird to me. Th- yeah, I mean, but I think there's some hallucination issues if they're doing that. <laughs> if they're actually having a if visual conversation, Jesus. but um, unless they're like uh, looking course, at Alex, looking at Alex with his hair down, right? You know, that's another thing. That's different, right? Exactly. But um, the um, but yeah, and there are actually some folks that are some. NBC affiliates that are actually mm-hmm. not carrying the book of Daniel just because it is so threatening. And my part of me is like, you know what? Why is this so threatening? They'll let all these other religions or all these other you know things have mm-hmm. um, uh, some questionable material. But it's it's but they oh no you attack our religion no we can't have that. I mean like oh, why well, can't you have the truth? Right. The other thing is is that if you don't want to watch it. Don't turn on your, don't watch yeah, it. Exactly. Like, don't turn on your TV. Right. You know? Right. Like, That's why we have 500 different channels. Right. I mean, and why cable. Watch- guy exactly or will and grace something wholesome and you know there you go right exactly (laughs) or ellen one of the two so but it's just very yeah it's it's like come on people it's it's really but i think you're right though in the sense that i mean one of the things that they're saying is that um in mississippi wtva received over 1500 emails and phone calls um regarding not to air the show and so it's it's like i wonder how many calls they got from people who were like Air it. I want to see it. Right. I'm probably less. I want to make my own more decision. People. Yeah. I want to. You know. That's that's true. I want to be able to see it, um, and and make my own decision about it. Mm-hmm. You know. And if it doesn't become popular, then I mean, they'll know if the ratings go down. If it doesn't become popular, then it'll be put off the air. Right. Um, but I think they just need a more realistic that there are some people that are like the, the whatever the story is with the book of Daniel. Right. Um, you know, I mean, not the biblical one, but the one they're putting right, in the, the air. Book, the show. The show. That, you know, there there are some folks out there that are just like that mm-hmm. and, and are being deserted by the church. Mm-hmm. You know, like look at how many homosexuals are now um, being deserted by the Catholic church. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's a very sad, I, sad, I often sad, wonder... 
you know, like what would Jesus say? Well, that's the other thing too, is I think it'd be very funny. There actually, someone did say something. Oh, that Jesus, if, if, um, what, what would happen if Jesus came back? It would be very funny. Yeah. You know? Like, what would he say? Right. And he'd be like, Hey, mm-hmm. and, or even the founding fathers of, um, of, the United States. Yeah. I mean, what would they would see what, what we've done to the constitution or what we're wanting to do the, to the constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be also very They'd interesting. Be appalled. Oh yeah. And, and what we're saying about them. Mm-hmm. So you had another article and, and I was, I do have another article, Massachusetts gay marriage foes propose same sex benefits. Dun, dun, dun. Conservative lawmakers opposed to same sex marriage announced legislation on Wednesday to provide hospital visitation and other rights to gay couples. The bill is meant to counter claims that banning same-sex marriage would deny certain rights to gay couples. It was unveiled at the State House by Representative Philip Travis. Under the Benefits Fairness Act, couples unable to legally wed would be able to enter a legal arrangement which provides rights for hospital visitation, after-death decisions, inheritance and estate designation, and mental health decisions. The move comes as a ballot question that would amend the state constitution to outlaw gay marriage is currently making its way through the legislature. Travis's bill would apply to gay couples and other family relationships such as siblings or cousins living together. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting, so, huh? It is. And, and um, okay, Baron, I have to admit. What? I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was writing a note to Alex. That's great. Um, so, but um, so, so, where is this again? This it's is in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, and they're going to be they, um, trying to ban this thing again. Well, what they there is a currently a piece of of um, a ballot question that's moving through the. I don't know how their state constitution. They want to outlaw gay marriage, and what they're trying to do is to so that it passes. They want to basically say conservative lawmakers opposed to same sex marriage. They're they're trying to make it more the the ballot question stronger by saying, we just want to outlaw gay marriage, but here are other benefits we're willing to give to gay couples. Oh, so they're trying to like oh. make it all mushed up and crazy. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they want to not make sure it's a full um, but they don't want to have them have full human rights. They just right. want to have partial human rights. Right. That's interesting. So they want to like trade down. Right. Oh, that's, that's... what the conservatives are. I think think feeling like. It doesn't play well out for us to say, no, you can't have visitation. No, you know, wow. they're trying to say, we're just banning gay marriage, but it's not about rights. <laughs> Here are your rights. Yeah, well, they we're going through that in Michigan right now, where it's about, you know, it's, no, no, we'll allow it's you to have It's about other things. Yeah, right. exactly. Well, And, and it's confusing oh, yeah. based on the language, you know, Definitely. how your language is written. Oh, yeah. And who decides whether language is going to be good or bad? The Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all it's one big giant little circle. Oh yeah. Well, and I think there's some good news that I was hearing on I guess the the, the gossip of uh of gay legislation and things is where um they're thinking that the there was some illegal oh that the decision that I guess it wasn't here. But anyway, the decision that was made to uphold the proposal to or whatever uh-huh. um can't out 
uh, oh, this was in Massachusetts. I'm sorry, I was not here in Michigan. It was in Massachusetts, <laughs> where the judge can't uh, um, outrule a legislation, mm-hmm. and so they're now trying to fight it, saying, "Well, the judge could never could never have ruled on that, so that's not fair." Right. Um, and so, interesting. Yeah, it does make it kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, well, Meredith, can you believe it? I can't believe we made it through an hour. Yes, I mean, we had a backup plan. Because I was like, "Oh my God, what are we gonna do?" <laughs> exactly. We, I mean, we even had a backup plan. Like, oh no, this would never. I actually like the backup plan. I think we should do the backup. Well, plan. Maybe we'll do that sometime. We'll tell Christy that this yeah. may be one of our shows that we'll do, like mm-hmm. on a fifth Wednesday when yeah. we have no guests. Yeah. Um, um, no regular guests that we'll just, uh, well, and we'll, we'll tell you about that um, backup plan. Have to plan tune in. B. We'll tune in. Exactly. We may even do it next week. We may make the fifth Wednesday and throw you off next week. So, we may make the fifth Wednesday. Yes. Exactly. That's cool. We have that kind of power. That's right. So, as our outro always says, thank you for tuning in to Closets for Clothes. And we will see you hopefully with Christy. Christy, I hope your mother, if there was a law, feels better. And, and, and we'll see all all the cool kids next week. Bye. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. To so yeah, Closets I couldn't believe she did that. I was just WCBN, like, oh my gosh. And FM, then I was like, come on, get in the car. I mean, stop putting that forty down. And I would just like, come on. I was like, girl, you don't have to. I can help you out if you want it. Like this. I was just no, no, no. I just was. I was so upset. Like this or whatever. And I was like, you know, this it is. It is midnight. I'm coming home, and you need to be at work the next morning. I was just like, I could not believe it. I mean, can you believe it? I was just like, it's the office. You know, but then you know, I was surprised that with all the children she has. I just was like, how did you come Michigan? up with so many names? Or who was like, what do you have a book? I was just opinions like, expressed on you know, I mean, like one for men, one for women, but they're just so speakers. different. I was just like, and she must have made the them up. Of I was like, oh my gosh, girl, you have enough kids. Get off the street. Of I mean, you can't. Oh, for I Dan Burns, I'm Christy oh, Cardinal. See you at the same time, same place next week. Oh, they're Oh, sorry. Okay, bye. Peace. Bing Crosby, wrap your troubles and dreams, take four. Castles may tumble, that's made after all. Life's really funny that way. Sang the wrong melody, we'll play it back. See what it sounds like, hey, hey. They cut out eight bars, the dirty bastard. I didn't know which eight bars he was gonna cut. Why don't somebody tell me these things around here? Holy Christ, I'm going off my nuts. Uh, the last bastion of freeform. WCBN FM and Ava. Sounds like a bunch of left-wing hippies to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez, that mic is on. The mic's on. Oh, my God. Turn off the microphone. All right. Good evening. This is Now the Hop on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I'm your host every week here from 7 to 9 p.m. My name is Robert. I'm always in here at this time playing soul and funk tracks, mostly on 45. Lots of northern soul. I'm going to start off tonight with a... uh, Deep Northern Soul Ballad from a group called The Movers, a group I believe out of Miami on the Brent label. It's called I Love You Baby. Followed up with some heavy, heavy funk from a group pretty straightforwardly called Black Rock. A song of theirs called Yeah, Yeah. And that's what's up. This is The Hop on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. 